Welcome back to the Engineering for the New Reality podcast series, where we're talking to our engineers and leaders on the various challenges and opportunities that this pandemic has brought about. Today, we're going to demystify one of the most talked about topics. I'm talking about artificial intelligence. You know, there's this huge halo around artificial intelligence, that it would take our jobs, it will make humans redundant, that it is the panacea for all our problems. But is that really true? Today, we're going to look at what AI really does and the increasingly critical role that it can play in this new normal. And who better to talk about this than our Chief Technology Officer, Ashish Kushu. Hi, Ashish. Welcome to the podcast. How you doing? Hi, Akshay. Thank you for having me here. Uh, doing well, and I hope you're safe and sound as well. Absolutely, Ashish. Thank you so much. So, you know, for all our listeners, uh, if you could explain what really is AI and why is it becoming increasingly important uh, in this new virtual era? Uh, thanks, Akshay, for the question. Uh, interesting question. And uh, if, if we see it from the point of view that we have, uh, I believe that uh, as products across different uh, industries, medical, transportation, off-highway, commercial, consumer electronics, home appliances, as more of these products are getting onto the network, they are exchanging information with each other. They are exchanging information with various stakeholders. There is an increase in the type of data that is getting generated. If you're going to have a humongous amount of data that is going to get generated every time a device is on a network, somebody, meet, somebody needs to make sense of what this data is all about. And that's where analytics comes in. And analytics has been there for the last so many decades, so it's not a new phenomenon. Uh, AI is just uh, something, it, it's just a technology which works at a layer much above what data analytics does. And it gives you a far better understanding and insights into meaningful data and helps you make better decisions. So it's becoming important for us because of the need to manage the type of data, make, get relevant data out of the humongous amount of data that we have and make sense of that data, either for figuring out what's happening or to forecast what probably may happen so that you could better utilize that information for whatever purpose that you would like to apply. So it, it's from that perspective, it's a tool, it's a technology which will make us uh, handle the type of challenges uh, this type of vast connectivity will enable. So Ashish, building on what you just said, uh, could you talk to us about a few exciting use cases that have shown up in the past few months, especially in the manufacturing and industrial sector? And what are the things that businesses will have to do differently uh, that can be enabled by AI? Akshay, I'll take the second part of the question first. If you have to go ahead and see how do we uh, utilize AI in whatever business that we are in, we first have to ensure that we have a very robust technology infrastructure which is which is connected whatever is available or can be connected in a industry or a plant or a manufacturing organization uh, that we are capturing data that the connections are robust they are secure and that we have a good grip on the type of data that these assets are generating whether it is products whether it is uh, manufacturing lines whether it is cad data whether it is 
supplier data, vendor data, warehousing logistics data, the works. Only after you have a technology infrastructure which is capturing all possible data that gets that is involved around your business in a digital format and you're bringing that data into a central pool of a data lake as they call it or, or some place in a data center, private or a cloud where you have this data available. Do you then go ahead and apply modern technologies like AI to make sense of that data and establish correlations between different aspects of data to achieve the purpose that you have? Now you have two type of, broadly speaking, you have two type of industries. One is those set of people who have already got this technology infrastructure in place. They have data available. And if they have data available, you can we can go ahead and start looking at what, uh, how we could leverage AI to make sense of that data. But then there is that part of the industry which is still not connected. So you have to go through a phase or a journey of connectivity generating data, figuring out what is the type of insights that you need. Now, this is uh, this is not an overnight journey. This is this takes some time. This will happen over a period of time. So our message to our customers, our uh, customers and other stakeholders always has been that AI is not going to solve a problem overnight. It has to be a part of your digitizing strategy. If you're going to digitize your operations and you're going to digitize your manufacturing or you're going to digitize your entire business, the legitimate usage of AI will come at a later part when this connectivity and data generation are taken well care of and they are fairly robust, stable and secure. So it's a journey. It's not something that somebody can just get up early in the morning and say, OK, let's apply AI and let's get going. This won't happen. Uh, coming back to what is the most interesting use case, the most interesting use case that people are trying to solve. And as you're aware that we have a chief innovation officer, um, Mr. Bharti, he is a set of people who are working on this. We are trying to see how do we utilize AI to figure out whether a patient has COVID-19 or not. Now, this is the most interesting use case that many, um, many, many other colleagues and stakeholders from the industry are trying to solve. I must uh, tell you that we are one of the early ones who've been trying to do it. Again here, the challenge is not the model. The challenge is the availability of the COVID-19 x-rays. So while the model has been built to take care of other infectious diseases, we are trying to figure out how do you make this model more robust and to make this model more robust we need x-rays of covid-19 patients only 650 to 700 were available on a public site governments are not willing to release it yet due to privacy issues so once we have more x-rays of covid-19 patients being made available to us uh, then over a period of time maybe another three or four months, we would reach accuracy levels of prediction, which could help doctors predict uh, in a much, much faster uh, uh, span of time whether the patient has COVID-19 or not. So this is a one interesting use case which has consumed uh, the industry right now. You know, Ashish, one of the issues that a lot of companies face when it comes to AI or any next generation technology is change management and uh, management buy-in, 
right? So how should companies go about building a case for change? And what are the main stakeholders to go after? Actually, that's a very interesting question because, you know, we when we talk to our customers um, or other partners who are wanting to dabble or experiment with AI, this type of question comes up very often. What is my ROI? How soon can I get my returns on investment that I make in AI? Uh, the other question is, who will do it for me? I will build my own team. Or why should I uh, Why should I not go and invest in creating a team which will have AI skills, et cetera, et cetera? A couple of things need to be understood in, uh, in this discussion. And one of them is that, as I said earlier, we should not look at AI as anything which is very, very different than a normal roadmap of technology implementation. For example, we one first went for PCs. We didn't go and create a team which will create PCs for us. We didn't go and say, I will buy a PC and I want a um, ROI tomorrow or day after. We know it leads to productivity gains, but it's over a period of time that this model gets implemented or gets uh, tested, efficiencies or etc. From PCs that we went to applications and then applications to implementing databases, Excel sheets, databases, ERP systems, and then we, we then we went in for IoT connected our homes, our offices, and all through this journey, we do know that technology has benefits, immediate benefits in terms of speed of response, immediate benefit in terms of uh, efficiencies, but it takes perhaps a few. Uh, days or weeks or months in some cases when you can very clearly establish an ROI of using a technology in any domain. Now you keep extending this argument and when as you've gone around this in technology infusion into your organization, you've not gone and created teams which would take care of these technologies and who, who are creating these technologies for you. You've, you've gone to partners, you've gone to product companies, you, you've leveraged outsourcing model. The same needs to be looked at when it comes to AI. AI gives you the power to make sense of humongous amount of data. Now, let me give you an example. And, and I, I try to you know, give this example to many. When I started my career, uh, you know, a customer would, uh, and I started it in India, so a customer would look forward to having a discussion with me because he didn't have information and the only source of information about anything to do with technology would be a person like me, uh, a sales guy or a solution guy who had um, access to a manual and we would take that manual, we would Xerox that manual so he didn't have information. So I used to take the relevant information to him. He would sit with me, look at the specs of the software, look at the specs of the server, look at the specs of the plotter, look at the specs of what the software network, etc., could do for him. There was a deficit of information, so I was relevant. We have a similar situation today. We have too much of information. He still needs me because I want to. He doesn't want all that information. He only wants relevant information. So I'm still important. I was important when there was no information because I was a, I was a source for relevant information when he had a deficit of information available. Today, again, I'm a source of importance for him because I'm a source for relevant information when he has too much of information around him. AI does that for you. AI is a mechanism or a tool which will enable you to make sense out of the data that everything around you in business or at home is creating. 
humongous amount of data is getting created when you have products and when you have appliances connected on the network. Now, you don't want to know everything. You want to know only what is important for your business. You want to know when your asset will fail or you want to monitor when your employees are coming or your employees are going. You want to be red flagged on what is the projections of your business. You want to be high, you, you would like to have an highlight of what's critical and what is not critical. To get to that insight in a faster manner, in a quicker manner, is what AI can enable. So we have to go undertake the journey of AI adoption in the similar manner in the, in the way we have done it in the past. Look for partners, look for techno product companies, work with an ecosystem of uh, you know, stakeholders who will help you undertake that journey. The return on investment will happen. It perhaps will take a few months or a quarter, but the journey has to be the same. The, 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 the way you have adopted other technologies, the same model has to be applied when it comes to AI. So the change management here has to be from the perspective of going back and being convinced that the adoption of AI is just a very uh, normal next level, a natural next level of technology evolution. It's not, it's nothing which is so out of place as we believe it is, so it does not really require anything out of the way for you to go ahead. That's a great analogy, Ashish, thank you. So, you know, once there is management buy-in, how should companies go about engineering their AI program? Uh, how should they split their investments between designing the right use cases, uh, creating algorithms, and then building the core uh, AI technology as well? Uh, so let, let's take an example of an automotive company or an industrial product company or an FMCG company. Their core business is creating their products. They understand their industry the best. They understand their products the best. They understand their consumers the best. They should focus on what is the type of information that they need, which will help them make better decisions, faster decisions, increase efficiencies and help them reduce cost and capture what the customers want in real time. That is what we should be defining. Let the customers and the people who want to use AI not bother about AI, but bother about what is it that they're trying to solve. And if they know that this is what we want to solve, then they should involve their technology partners and technology service companies like us to figure out how do we come and how do we work out an architecture, a process, a methodology, et cetera, et cetera. That's a very, very simple way. I, I just can't start by saying, oh, I have to implement AI, so I'm going to go discover a use case. That's of no use. AI does not solve anything. AI is only a mechanism to help you get better insight into the problem areas that you have. Now, it was not available to us. It was not. It was available, but it was very expensive. Now it is commoditized. It is very cheap to apply. So therefore, go back. Now, let's go to these companies with which you do, uh, you know, online uh, purchases or, or book my show or any one of these uh, um, e-com portals or when you see OTT content, all these companies have built in a very basic recommendation engine which captures your profile, which captures the areas of interest that you've expressed through your clicks. Now, you may have an area of interest in books, but if you're not going to 
go to their websites and look at books but you're looking at movies they will think they don't know that books are is also what is your area of interest they build a recommendation model based on your interaction with that website now if you've gone and chosen a certain type of a shoe or a t-shirt or a watched a certain type of movie you will you may note that outcome those pop-ups uh, on the screen or or on the website or on your emails or your sms's which say like look if you've bought this you may also want to consider this or if you've bought shoes of a certain kind these are the shoes on which there are uh, discounts so now these are insights that are enabled through use of these type of technology so i think what what we should be focused on or a customer should be focused on is the use case and to reach that use case we did not have the way with all of applying ai technologies about 5 years back but now we have uh, customer partners like us technology services companies like us or product companies will now whenever building a technology architecture or a solution architecture would inevitably incorporate ai as a part of um, an approach which will help address the use case so i think we should go from a use case perspective and not technology up and in your experience how much time is taken in designing use cases uh, versus building the core technology uh, that that's a very very uh, important question because uh, in in some cases where there is no data available it's very difficult to apply ai day one as i said as i said in the beginning till you do not have enough data you will not be able to build a highly predictive model you will not be able to give the type of data insights that you want now in 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 a particular case which we which we will cover later for example predictive modeling or or in a case where we wanted to build a model which said a percentage of silica had to be a model which would have predicted the quality of um, iron ore extraction you can build models but the models will be good or will be as good as the data that has been made available to these models for them to learn and figure out whether the algorithms that you've written to predict uh, or to make those calculations or give you that insights that is required are good enough and accurate now that is the key so if there is enough data available we could have a situation where within 2 to 3 months of developing a model we could have accuracy you know prediction accuracy which could go up to 95% or 90 95% plus but if you don't have that then you have to collect data and that process could be 3 months 6 months or even 9 months as we have seen in a few cases so let's talk a little bit about skill sets because you know people feel that working on ai requires exceptional talent and knowledge so what are your views on this actually i think the way we have to look at it is from a much larger the um, broader perspective look look we've created a a huge uh, service industry in india uh, based on our ability to train uh, skill and ramp up people and we've been able to achieve scale we had a similar problem when we first went in and said look what happens to the y2k problem a similar problem when you know the net economy started booming just about 6 7 years back uh, in this country there was no great work happening on automotive electronics just about 7 years back there's no great working work happening in this country on ott or video technologies with the scale 
or or at a scale that was required but today you look almost every company every engineering company or every engineering services company or it services company is more than enough people who understand what infotainment is all about from a car perspective they understand aerospace um, uh, technologies they understand uh, video technologies they understand video monitoring technologies we understand sensors we understand data analytics we understand big data so i don't think that's really too much of a problem uh, similarly today if you look at the number of people in this country who are working on ai it's unbelievable it's unbelievable so we don't have a surfeit of talent here uh, our innate strength lies in our ability to uh, learn a new technology and in a very programmatic manner uh, build up scale uh, and uh, ramp up the number of people who are available for this uh, deployment so i don't think it is something that is uh, that that's a cause of worry or a, should be a cause for worry for ev- anybody great so thank you ashish for that fascinating perspective i think it gives us all a much clearer picture on what ai really is and how we can go about implementing it uh, in a large complex organization and to all our listeners uh, we hope you found this edition of our podcast insightful to get access to the other episodes of our engineering for the new reality podcast series including a special episode on the ltts industrial ai platform do visit our website at www.ltts.com thank you and have a great day